block. He gets a good lead into it. He says, I'm going to go there up. He, goes. he lands Nathan on Friend. the top. Oh, look at that. There's Tunnel wow. Ball. Nathan Friend, that may be the greatest piece of gymnastics rugby league you've ever seen. Episode 13 of this Warriors Life podcast. That, of course, was uh, the Nathan Friend backflip try from 2015. The Warriors last uh, went over the storm. A memorable one. Uh, Brad, welcome in Brad Larkin again from Dunedin. How are you, mate? Good, William. How are you? Yeah, good. You must remember that uh, backflip try pretty well. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's the likes that will never be seen again sort of stuff, isn't it? That? Yeah. I think it broke about a 10-year Dally M Award drought for us. We got the headline moment of the year. Um, Nathan Friend went viral after that. It was, it was wild times. <laughs> the most unlikely person to pull <laughs> off that manoeuvre yeah. as well. Underrated uh, underrated player for the Warriors, though, I thought. He was, uh, you know, played 80-odd games over four seasons, consistent competitor. Toiled, um, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, good value. Uh, I guess the Rugby League world's uh, waking up to, or still digesting the first origin, a, a real classic series opener, 18-14 to Queensland. Uh, must be a little bit a little bit heartbroken over that. Brad, being a Blues, blues man. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Good to watch, though. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just got to accept, gee, that was beautiful footy to watch it. Yeah. Sometimes you sort of get a bit sceptical that it can keep delivering, but uh, it was an incredible game, best best game of the year so far. Um, and, yeah, Queensland deserved it. Came out firing, wasted, well, not so much wasted, but couldn't capitalise on, on several opportunities and still no points on the board after 50-odd minutes. But then... Yeah, kept kept calm. Caelan Ponga started going ballistic and finally found a way through and it was much more convincing than the scoreline suggested, I thought. He's incredible, that dude, isn't he? He is yeah. the next big... He's just going to be the biggest thing in the game. He, he's been hyped up that much that you kind of feel like he's played in big games like that, but he's he's never really played much, any finals footy. He had half an hour of an origin off the bench last year and to sort of come out and play that sort of game at fullback... Um, can't believe he didn't get the man of the match, but those two passes to set up the oh. those tries absolutely. That's a part of the game you forget about when you play, don't you? You always think it was step, but yeah, his passing game was magic. Oh yeah, it was uh, just beautiful to watch, and you know, to and then even Munster in the first half, he started to carve up late in that first half. Yeah, just his ad lib ability is is quite incredible, and hopefully he's. Either sits out this weekend or is a bit worn out after a big game uh, because he's been a thorn in the side of the Warriors for a few years now and if he pulls that sort of stuff out on Saturday night, look out. Um, any, I guess New South Wales, they they must be a bit shell-shocked after that. Um, seem to be unbackable favourites to win the series. Most thought that they'd get up in game one and a few players were very much below par. Um, Latrell Mitchell had an absolute, uh, absolute shocker. It was baffling that game. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. baffling. Will Chambers he just didn't want to commit to anything. No, it was crazy. And then you know the Simbang potentially a little bit of bad luck probably saved a try, I guess. Um, but yeah, just a, just a shocker for someone that was being labelled the game's best player only a few weeks ago. Uh, Cody yeah. Walker really quiet on debut. Got hooked for a for a spell. Um, disappointing. Debut for him, and yeah, that's not going to do him any good. That sort of carry on. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, uh, Jack Whiten coming off the bench, bit a bit of Chardon for for us, taking taking a bit of 
delight in, in that um, after he burned us by by uh, pretty much becoming the, the best positional switch of all time and getting an origin debut, but he made a bit of a meal of it. That he did. Yeah, there's, a few, there's a few quiet players there, but I guess what they take away from it, that um, pass that he threw for the intercept, that could have easily been a Blues try as well, had yeah. Gagan not taken it. So it and it could have, that could have been the game for the Blues. Yeah, so. It would have been massive. They were still a man down at that point. So, you know, he rolled yeah. the dice and uh, Freddie actually gave him a bit of a rap after the game, which I found a little bit confusing. But anyway, he should hold his, his place based on that. And it'll be interesting to see if the Blues do make any changes. Uh, can you see anyone coming into the side. I, th- I think Angus Crichton might be lucky to be there for game two, not offering a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was lucky to be there game one. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. I don't... Oh. Where is game two? Is uh, that so Sydney or the, Melbourne? That's the Perth one, so... Oh, is that the Perth one? Yeah. <laughs> They're not even playing yeah. here right now. Um, yeah, no, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he will. He might chop. Maybe that Crichton. Maybe you're right. Maybe he chops something out there, but no, I don't know if he will play too much. You know, I don't think Nathan Cleary was too bad in the circumstances, particularly no. with Walker so quiet and getting hooked for a bit. I thought he, he did fairly well, considering how how much he's been calling yeah. it this year. Cleary, he looked sharp. His passing game looked pretty sharp in that first half. Second half, Queensland just owned, not known New South Wales players stood out in that second half. No. But in the first half, when it was sort of an even arm wrestle battle, I thought Cleary's passing game in that was pretty spot on. Um, and I will give a couple of blues a wrap. James Tedesco and Damien Cook were probably yeah. in the top five on the field. If not the top three, they were both pretty amazing. Um, so, yeah, not not a total disaster for the blues. Uh, got me all fired up for game two, that's for sure. Yeah. Wish that team an afternoon game. <laughs> yeah, be handy, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. This old boy needs to shoot off the bed at about half-time every time. Well, maybe. I can't remember the last time I watched a whole... State of Origin game. A Friday or Saturday night would be handy as well. This next one's on Sunday. Nice little yeah. one o'clock finish on a Sunday night to get up Monday morning for work. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Um, <laughs> moving on from Origin, uh, Warriors obviously with the week off, so a fairly stress-free weekend, but geez, a, pretty, a bit of a bludger of a round of, of footy for pretty ordinary games that were hard to get excited about and... Yeah. God, it was horrendous, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I, tr- I tried so hard a couple of times. Yeah. Oh, no, it was impossible to yeah. get enthusiastic about anything. It was kind of like they'd replace the NRL with the Ron Massey Cup or something for a week. It's hard to, <laughs> just hard to get on board for it. And yeah, a few teams picked up some cheap wins over Origin depleted sites. But um, yeah, it's just the way it yeah, goes. I, I, think guess. I, I think I fell back on like watching a bit of Queensland Cup in that even, just to be train-spotting, watching what players are sort of getting around in the lower grades was more interesting than what was going on in the top grade. Yeah, yeah fair enough too. But, uh, the Warriors back on deck this weekend, and named their team on Tuesday. Uh, not too many changes really. Ignatius Parsi comes back from suspension in the front row. Adam Blair moves from prop to lock with Lachlan Burr slipping back to the bench. Interesting call. He's been sticking with Burr mostly in the, in the 13 there. Uh, Lingy Sal had a run in Canterbury Cup on the weekend and got himself suspended. So, <laughs> so Chris Sartai gets another chance. Uh, be good to see Big Chris have a have a barnstorming yeah, game. Yeah, we're we're both fans of him, aren't we? Yeah, big big fans of what he can do. Just probably 
needs a bit more aggression in his game. Um, we'll see what he what he produces. Now, just wanted to touch on Carl Lawton's held his uh, place in the seventeen. No sign of Nathaniel Roach yet. But the rumours doing the rounds are that the Warriors are shopping Carl Lawton to Super League. I see that. Why? <laughs> What's he's, their reasoning? He's he's been fantastic when given the opportunity. In Why the do they game. desperately need the eighty thousand he's on? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's not. It's not exactly burning up their cat. There's yeah, a few that are. Um, he's not one of them. Um, and Hooker is a bit of a problem spot for them moving forward. Even this year, that's a problem spot because Roach can't stay fit. Tavanga's not a hooker. Isaac Luke's uh, body is a bit up and Wait, down at the moment. And and beyond this year, if depending, I guess it, it's interesting if um, if they are actually going to give Luke another year or whether they think that Roach can be their full-time hooker, which is a bit of a gamble given his injury history. Oh, I hope they don't think I, that way. I just, obviously, for Lawton's sake, if he's not getting much NRL footy, um, you know, take the best deal f- for his sake. But I think he, you know, he could be the number nine next year, potentially. Yeah, he offers the Warriors quite a bit, mm. Lawton does. I'd be gutted if they did send him away. There's a lot more that I'd like to be sent before. No, like to be sent, but I'd prefer to be sent before him. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, so we'll preview their game against Melbourne, uh, Saturday's game, in our Round 13 preview. Uh, next up, we've got a one-off segment, things that we're sick of hearing about in the NRL. Now, this is your little brainchild here, Brad. Good idea, mate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This, this one's sort of blown up my face a little bit tonight too, William. Oh, no. Because well, d- well, one, one of them high on my agenda... Agenda was uh, titled Ashley Failure oh. instead of Ashley Taylor, but now here the poor bug has been put on some sort of indefinite leave to sort out his off-field dramas. So yeah. maybe that's why he's such a failure. <laughs> he's battling the poor young bugger. Yeah, well, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a uh, good start. Yeah, so so go easy on him. But um, do you want to kick us off with your your three things that you're tired of hearing about getting dragged oh, through the press? I'm sick of hearing about where everyone knows Dallin Latini's a Lesnia la 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 Layak. Far out. He's an awful. <laughs> everyone knows he's going to the Tigers. Tigers, sign him, swap it over, done. I'm sick of hearing about where he's going. I'm, I'm done with that. Next yeah. one I'm done with is Jack DeBellin. Just yeah. cut him loose. I don't want to hear that guy's name again this year. Yeah. And then Ashley Taylor. Is another player that I'm sick of just hearing about repeatedly. Yeah, well, I think going back to, to the reason why you had slotted him in into that uh, before for this uh, breaking news today was the fact that you know everyone's saying he's not a million dollar player, not performing to that. Well, you know he he, he uh, no one held a gun to the Titans' head. Um, no, and that's it. And this, as if a poor, as if a young bugger would say, we're going to give you a million. Do you reckon he'd say no and say no? Nah, give me five hundred. Of course, other, the poor young bug yeah. is going to take the coin. And now that now he's getting sort of battling, obviously a few issues of dealing with the pressure. And if the Titans had probably paid him a bit closer to market value rather than than going a wee bit over a couple of years ago, and he say went to the back to the Broncos or something, then the Titans would have got panned 
by everyone for letting the hottest young talent in the NRL go. So yeah, it's kind it's of a tough, no win. It's a tough old game at that level, isn't it? These young buggers and the clubs, it's it's pretty brutal. Yeah, there's more pretty. more problems at Titans than just their halfback not performing. To yeah, I, I, feel, I, I do feel very sorry for him. He carries a lot. He never asked, or he probably did ask for the coin, but he never, he was, I doubt he was the one that came up with that number. Uh, and so three good points there, mate. Um, three things that I'm overhearing about in the NRL. This isn't so much a, a media thing, but just people and comments and threads and stuff. This The Roosters' salary sombrero. Oh, my God. <laughs> Get over it. They manage their salary cap well, and they recruit well, and they hang on to their juniors. That's what it comes down to. If they cheating the cap than they would have uh, than they would have been caught by now in some they shape run or form. A, they run a savvy business don't they mm. yeah so just get, you know it was maybe funny the first time someone said salary sombrero yeah we get it yeah it's a big hat so yeah that's what yeah it's not a so, cat yeah. it's bigger than a cat yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the joke uh, but yeah it's pretty tired now um, another one uh, Israel Folau briefly ducked out of the news for about 45 seconds and now it's all about his potential NRL return um, don't want him back in the game He's, he won't come back, there's no way league will allow it Who? what club would take him on and he's, he's 30 and probably will be wanting upwards of 800,000 a year he's not good value, be a terrible buy for any club and an accident waiting to happen what surprised me is someone pays these journalists to continually write a go nowhere story. Mm, that's yeah, I guess slow news day. Punch out another yeah. flower piece. <laughs> um, yeah, that it's um, getting sick of seeing his mug um, everywhere. And the third one is the the criticism of Anthony Seabold and the hero worshipping of Wayne Bennett. Because the Broncos start have started slow, although they're turning around now, and uh, South Sydney have started on fire. Something that no one has really brought up is the fact that Bennett's taking over Seabold's side, a side that Seabold had moulded. Seabold's still trying to mop up the mess that Bennett left in Brisbane. Um, you know, surely, surely, the, surely there's some crossover there, and you know, Bennett hasn't gone and uh, turned wooden spooners into a top of the table team. He's he taken last failed. year's preliminary finalist um, to the top of the table. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's all a real good one. point. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my um, good to get that off my chest. Okay. So, thanks for coming. <laughs> Why is Seabold the villain as well? I know it's, it's he's the fun. heel. <laughs> yeah, no, he's the Bobby the Brain Heenan of um, of the NRL. <laughs> Bennett's Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> beloved by everyone all of a sudden last year last year Bennett was the prick that everyone that nobody yeah. could stand and it's amazing how this has turned around he's, he's such uh, a master manipulator Bennett uh, he's, he's a he's a clever old bugger and he knows exactly what he's up to but we'll see uh, see how that turns out uh, later in the year how those teams go uh, another segment that, geez, you're really coming up with some good segments, mate. I'm going to start pulling my weight, but we unveiled this last week and, uh, the, the tales of Runanga 
Brad. Townsville yeah, because we, we touched on the 100th centenary, and gee whiz, I've seen some photos. And Carl and Brody, any listeners that heard last week, uh, Carl and Terry, Carl didn't turn up, so I, heard, I think that scrap was a bit of a bit uh, of a wind-up. Uh, but I did notice Terry at the awards dinner. Uh, there was a few photos of him walking up naked in front of 80-year-old men and women to do a speech, full nude, so that was out of it. But anyway, <laughs> this week, this week's team talk, I'm, I want to talk about probably Renania's, it's pretty unheralded too, it's sort of like a Remember the Titans movie, but it's a te- It's a, probably the greatest ever team, it's, and we're going to wind the clock back to 1992. Now, I was actually, yeah, I, don't, I was a member of this team. Were you, were you the we, sunshine of the team? Oh, I, no, I remember no, no, remember no, the Titans no. reference? <laughs> well done. No, 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 I just sort of sat in the middle and hid and didn't really do too much. But we went through this season, played 16, won 16, points for 581, points against 94. Oh, dominant. Now, if that's not a dominant season... Mind you, we had just done a merger with the Barrytown Bullets. Oh. Yeah, so yeah. they were enemies. But this year here, Renanga 8th grade team, we're 12. It's here. We're 12 at this team. <laughs> it really is Remember the Titans. The two teams forced to play together. There's probably a few, you know, a few people not getting along from different sides of the tracks, and then everyone gets along and wins every game. So, I wonder if I should get that Chris Donaldson's old man to do a movie on this. <laughs> He's a director, isn't he? That sprinter dude's old man. Yeah, yeah. Get on to he it. Done Dante's Peak, I think. But anyway, yeah, so just talk about this team. I just want to... a couple of player profiles here that I wouldn't mind just touching on. A couple of funny little characters in this team. Just battlers. Poor little buggers are actually battlers. First one is Michael Shaw. Now, Michael is the son of Spider Shaw. So I'm not quite sure if Spider was nicknamed before or after all his spider tattoos. But anyway... <laughs> Michael Shaw, he was tiny. He was absolutely like so small. My mate Swampy used to call him Wicket. And that's in a reference to the Ewoks Battle of Endor movie where the main Ewok was named Wicket. So this little dude. And I remember one day feeling sorry for him and we were playing at Jellyman Park in Cobden. And we were, we were giving, I might have been Maris we were playing. We are giving them a bit of a hide and I, and I went, I got through and I actually got over the line this day. And well I think I might have had a trial ready, and I seen this little bugger, and I said, called him over, you know, over the try line, and just popped it to him, just to give him a try, and just pump him up a bit. The maggot dropped it, stone oh, cold, no. and I never once done anything for that guy again in my life. <laughs> you had your chance, you blew it. <laughs> blew it, wicket. You're dead to me. Oh man. So that's Michael Shaw, and then on the other wing. Was a was, a, was a, a man by the name of Tarmody Taylor, who was Renunga's only crip, and <laughs> <laughs> and years in the future he ended up in prison, and he yeah he still thinks he's pretty gangster, but he he's a funny little dude. But he used to have this mother Heather Taylor. Everyone Renunga was scared of her. She was psycho, and she was on a crutch for a whole life. But just seemed to be on one crutch the whole just life, and she used to just get up and down the sides like going. Run it, Tarmody! <laughs> Run it! Limping up and down the sideway on her crutch. But anyway, this, this is another bit about the story. One night after league training, I was, I was riding home. It was a typical West Coast night. Wind just pissing in my face, and I was just on my bike, training and absolutely knackered. 
head down, grinding into the wind. And then outside their house, I was concentrating on just getting home in the weather so bad that I didn't notice her car in front of me. And but I just head down and then straight into the back of the car, up over a bonnet with my face mushed on the back windscreen of the car. I smashed my nuts on the headset of the bike, and all I, was, all I could think of was Heather Taylor coming out of a house on a crutch, going, Go oh, get off my bloody car, and chasing me all limpy on a crutch. Far out, that hurt that night. Oh, man. So there's two, not so much player profiles, but two players that impacted my life. And these are the wingers. Man, I can't wait to see what happens when you get to the front row. <laughs> oh, that's broady. I can see, uh, I can feel a spin off series um, coming. Yeah, I'll be get your own my... podcast, mate. You leave, <laughs> leave me in your dust. I'll be sitting here on my own. So that's a little Renanga yarn from, yeah, an awesome team. Still, there's still, still some real good mates in that team. And, uh, yeah, coached by Russell Smith, managed by Norm. Norm Norm Hopkins, um, yeah, just a real good team. We slaughtered it, and then even with these little rogue people running around with us, um, nice nice work, mate. I'm, I'm really enjoying these uh, these little profiles. We'll, <laughs> we'll get another couple off you next week. Maybe the uh, maybe the centre centre pairing. Yeah, Tyrell Green, and I think it was Garrick McDonald. Oh yeah, can't wait. Um, I might just uh, take this opportunity. We haven't had an update about our, Mike, our mate, Mike Duncan, who's uh, walking the length of New Zealand for, for three charities. It's his uh, Three Reasons Why project. So he started in Bluff in January. He's still slogging away. He's, uh, he's halfway up the North Island at the moment. Um, he's, he's Whereabouts passed, exactly? How far uh, have you got up? He is past, like, past being adjacent to Lake Taupo, so he's... He's further up than that, in a national park somewhere. Um, but just for a bit of background, it's three reasons why, and the, the website to visit is 3rynz.com. Um, the three causes that he's supporting um, with this journey are, are um, mental health and, and uh, depression, um, spinal cord injuries, and also prostate cancer. So three great causes. Head to the website. He does an update for um, each of the days he's he's out there, and um, it's been quite an amazing journey so far. He actually did a 100 k's in a 24 hour period. I think it actually took him about 20 or 22 hours. But That's yeah, how's how's his mental health? Yeah, he's good. I Going during that, he's a fair way into it. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's been pretty amazing. Pretty enlightening um but yeah he's, so he's only got a well probably a couple of months at the most to go so uh yeah pretty exciting hoping to heading up for the test in auckland in a couple of weeks time hoping that it might coincide with them traveling through Walking the big past smart. The stadium yeah forest gumping <laughs> it's past mount smart um but i know that mike uh whittles away the time out on on the track uh, on the te araroa trail with um by listening to our podcast, or at least he says he does. Um, so, Mike, keep uh, keep charging, mate, and we'll catch up with you soon. Hopefully, if we see you in Auckland, we might do a wee interview and slot it into the podcast. Yeah, that would be rad. Good on you, Mikey, brother. Uh, and on to round 13 preview. A uh, few, obviously, the, the origin um, impacts on the following round as well, and a uh, big round of matches. We'll see who backs up and all that sort of thing. Um, kicking off with tomorrow night, 
South Sydney against Newcastle and some big big names uh, backing up or being rested from this one. So South had uh, in that match, obviously Dane Gagai man in the match in, in game one. Cody Walker, who we've already talked about, Damien Cook, who had a brilliant game, and Cameron Murray, who had a pretty solid debut off the bench for New South Wales. Um, I imagine they're all going to back up, but Caelan Ponga is apparently not going to play for Newcastle, so that's pretty big. Yeah. And uh, David Klemmer, still 50-50, so... Uh, big but all the, all the South there. guys are going to back up. Well, that's uh, there hasn't been any talk otherwise. Um, I think because, especially with uh, Adam Reynolds now ruled out indefinitely with a back fracture, um, that's going to be pretty tough on them. Especially, so I'd say Cody Walker will definitely play. James Roberts coming into the side uh, after that mid-season transfer. So yeah, a lot of um, a lot of lineup <laughs> lineup. Uh, Ramifications there for this one. How do you see this going if, if there's no Ponga and potentially Klima? Yeah, that takes them. I think that takes way too much off of Newcastle. Way too much. That's the reason they're succeeding in those two positions and Pierce. Yeah, well, um, yeah. I don't. I don't see. I go south. Well, they South, Jesus, they've got some injuries. Burgess is out for a few weeks as well. Well, I think he's playing this game and then going in for surgery. So. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, so he'll, he'll be going berserk. Knows that he can't do any any worse damage, I guess. So he'll oh, yeah. probably be up for a that's big an, game. That's an out of a call, isn't mm. it? So uh, good news for whoever Souths play next week with no Sam Burgess, but bad news for the Knights. And I think <laughs> Souths yeah, might nah, just South. get up there. How are you? Who are yeah, you going? I think you South. Look South. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll tip South there. Um, they should. I think they'll do it without... If Pong is definitely not playing. Yeah. Um, definitely. Dude, that Dane guy, why can't he play like that at club level? He grows another leg in Origin now. He's got to be one of the most, if not the most, influential Origin winger of all time. Play, I believe. Is that the problem? Ball. Is it because he's playing on the wing? Well, yeah, I don't know. He's Maybe they should chuck him out on the wing. It's not like South have yeah. got... You know, brilliant wingers or you know irreplaceable wingers or anything. They've got a, a rookie out there at the moment, um, Campbell Graham on the other. But yeah, he's just been unbelievable. Just a big match player and but yeah. him, him in Origin. Like I know I'm New South Wales, but I pro- there's probably more Queensland players I like when it comes to club footy. Him in Origin though has to be my favourite player. I think easily yeah. insane the amount of. Uh, Game turning things he does that intercept was was out of control and then a great finish to. It's every series he does something though, isn't mm. it? Yeah, he's, not he's, just not just last night's game, but he's, he's consistent. He was player of the series two years ago, which is pretty amazing for a winger. But he was a, a standout player of the series too. And probably mm. should have another couple of man of the match uh, awards in the bank by now. But uh, moving on to the other Friday night game and um, just just to uh, give a quick. Shout out to TAB for their support of this Warriors life. Um, the Raiders and the Tigers squaring off. Um, this one is at Bankwest Stadium. So no Parramatta there. The Tigers get a chance to host Tigers, there. first home game there, is it? Yep, and they're slight favourites at $1.85. Um, interesting one there. That they it is interesting. As I think Canberra are a better team than Tigers. Yeah, uh, well, Nick Kotrick, Jack White, and likely to back up John Bateman. Massive difference he made 
uh, coming yeah. back from injury. Jeez, he's a good player. How did they go without Hodgson? Uh, well, Havili, uh, Saliva Havili actually went pretty well. Um, he's actually playing all right footy this year, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's a good player and good for Tonga's sake to uh, for him to be getting a bit of solid number nine time, assuming he's going to be the, the hooker for the test mm. against New Zealand. Yeah. Um, Tigers, still not convinced on them at all. They've had a couple of decent performances lately. Um, nah, they're, they're like the Warriors. They're going to stutter their way through, I think. Yeah, just, just up and down. I, yeah, I think value-wise, if you're having a punt, Raiders definitely as slight outsiders is mm. a, a great bet. But yeah, and I think that they will do it. Last time Tigers were at Bank West, they got pummeled by 50 points by the Eels. Um, yeah, Benji Marshall, <laughs> bit of talk about him uh, making a return after a seven-year absence to the Kiwi team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, with uh, with Sean Johnson still <coughs> on the sidelines, um, Would you go? I'd go foreign over him at the moment. Yeah, foreign's playing some good footy. Um, yeah, him and Nakarima, I'd happily have foreign in there. Yeah, could combo that. Um, but I would, for romanticism's sake, wouldn't mind seeing Benji just have one mm. last nudge for New Zealand. He'd play out of the skin. Yeah, um, oh, Benji. Um, first game, our first cab off the rank on Saturday. I actually thought this was the second game, but yeah, kicking off. So five o'clock. Warriors uh, against the Storm, Mount Smart. It's a nice little time slot. It is nice, isn't it? And I'm going to be up on the coast. I'm going to be watching it with my mate Swampy yeah. and a familiar place in Renaga. So it's going to be a, hopefully an enjoyable game. I'd love to see. Uh, I think the Warriors can win. As long as they're resting a few. <laughs> yeah, well, they're getting them at a good time. There's uh, Josh Adokar, Will Chambers, Cameron Munster, and Felice Kalfusi. He was good last night, too. Uh, all backing up or potentially being rested. Either way, it's not probably all a good them result. Will they? Yeah, well, yeah, Bellamy tends to rest them. Um, mm. And they've probably got the depth. But even if they do play, they'll be maybe a little bit underdone or a little bit weary. So I think either way, it's just a bit of an advantage for the Warriors. Um, they're $2.28 underdogs for this one. So Warriors are? Yeah. Good bet, I reckon, that one. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. What's in the margins must be even juicier. They're not going to win by 12 yeah, and 8. Yeah, they've, they've, they've been... The Warriors, they, are, they have uh, struggled... They've, it's well documented. I've lost seven straight to the Storm now. No bogey whatsoever anymore. Um, Warriors have scored 14 points or less in their last seven games against the Storm. But the Storm don't score a lot of points when they come to Auckland, traditionally. So it could be a tight one. Um, there was obviously the yeah. game on Anzac Day where the Warriors went desperately close to to winning. Um, oh, that's probably right. A bit of, bit of confidence from that. And obviously there's no Roger, no Blake Green that night. So... I rate their chances here. They've been good the last few weeks, the Warriors. Good defence against Brisbane. They're just Their attack was uh, just a bit all over the shop. But if they can get both sides of their game right, I think they can take down the storm. They certainly hadn't been infallible this year. Um, no, no, it hasn't been a stellar season by the storm at all. They've just, like in terms of they've been getting the result, but yeah. what you get on the field, they've fallen away a little bit. Yeah, I... I I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I am worried, but yeah, I, I think we can beat. I can beat. I reckon we can beat the storm. 
as long as they've got a couple out, like, it's a different story. Yeah, if all those players play and they're still firing. Yeah. It'll be tough. Um, but yeah, just need to stop them sliding down the ruck. That was horrific on Anzac Day. And stop Cameron Smith manipulating the the referees. Roger just needs to get in there and you know make his yeah. voice heard instead of letting uh, Smith sort of dictate things in that department. But, um, what are you looking forward to in this one? Anything you're looking forward to, or is it a um, funny old game? Well, after Patrick Herbert's amazing best ever Warriors yeah. debut on Anzac Day, I'm looking forward to seeing him go up against Will Chambers. Um, yeah. Again, he was, he was brilliant against Chambers. Uh, might have a cheeky fibre on him to get the first try, Whoa. actually. It's $17. That's pretty juicy. That is. Uh, um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to hopefully seeing some of that same sort of fire that they brought on Anzac Day from their pack um, and replicating that at Mount Smart they've lost three straight at home looking forward to them showing a bit more fire they've been far better in Australia than they have in New Zealand this year and yeah just want to just want them to see that yeah and it's not just at home this year it's been the wet Dow Auckland games they've had pretty clear weather and it's been random their home games this year yeah, so they're awful against the Knights a couple of home games ago. Uh, <laughs> Trialist against the Broncos, even though they, there were some good points out of that. Just uh, there, and they don't. They I think they played the Panthers out of the. Um, they play, play the Panthers out of the test. So week after the test, they play the Panthers at home. Then they're away from Auckland for the entire month of July. Uh, so. It's not really, yeah, there's a few away games and then they've taken their home game to Wellington, so... Uh, which we'll be enjoying. Yes, we'll won't we? be yeah. convening there, which I'm very much looking forward to. But uh, Still looking for a sponsorship deal on that <laughs> trip, but hey. Yeah, so just get in touch if you'd like to sponsor this Warriors Life adventure to Wellington. <laughs> we'll take anything, any freebies. <laughs> um, sorry, so this weekend, Storm... Yeah, I, yeah I'm... I'm not worried. I don't know why I feel comfortable about this game. Yeah, sometimes you just instinctively feel comfortable about a game coming up. Or if you're coming up against Manly, you feel all anxious and horrid. Yeah, 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 I'm, yeah. I'm quite comfortable with this game coming up. If we put in a decent effort, we can win it. Uh, individual key for me is Blake Green. He's been pretty clunky since he came back from injury. Uh, just taking far too long to do anything. Kicking games a little bit off. Uh, a little bit off and... I'd like to see Nick Arima st- step up a little bit in that department, take some pressure off. Um, yeah, yeah, they need yeah that, that bye week, if he has got a niggle, that should have rested it. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Uh, he ran a lot against Brisbane, uh, which was kind of good to see. Probably more than we've yeah. seen him run, so that's kind of a good sign. But yeah, just need him to, to just steer the ship a bit, nicely and, a bit more nicely and give Nick Arima and, and two of us a a bit more space to do things because it's almost like each time he's catching the ball he's like catching it and then flipping it around in his hands getting in a good position before passing it's just taking an age for it to, to go through a grain to someone else yeah. I'm not sure what it is but no, hopefully he comes right he's a good footy player yeah yeah absolutely um, though I'm yeah, mine up a replacement I hear whispers that the Tigers are trying to offload Reynolds yeah so you did mention that to me during the week. Do you reckon that's the best buy for the Warriors, um, given that Cody Nicarina is more of a instinctive half that, you know, not a game 
game manager? Yeah, probably not. Probably not the best boy at all, but yeah. I'd take him. You're dying to <laughs> stick one of them into hooker, aren't you? Think, yeah, that would be Josh probably Reynolds the thing. I reckon Reynolds would be a real good hooker. If, um, if the Tigers would pick up a good chunk of the tab, I'd be behind it. And yeah. it seems like a good good bloke as well. So Yeah, he'd be the type of character you'd love sort of... He's got a strut to him, hasn't he? I'd yeah. like him strutting around Sort yeah, of that smart, yeah, that, 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 yeah, chest out, pumped yeah. up on the shit. It's got a bit of moxie. You think it's yeah. really moxie. add something? Moxie, moxie. <laughs> <laughs> I like thought you'd it. like it. Um, yeah, I think you, you could add something, but I don't know if it's yeah. the kind of play they're eyeing off. Nah, not at all. Not at all. We can only dream. Um, moving on, so both tipping the Warriors for that yeah. one. Yeah, 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 I am. Yep. And if we're uh, all pumped up from a Warriors win, we'll be tuning into Sharks versus Eels as the second game on Saturday. Uh, That'll be a nice. That's a nice sounding game, actually. Yeah. Be a few storylines around this uh, Sharks dollar fifty four favourites at home. Uh, Matt, well, the Eels have been tripe lately. Gee whiz, yeah, man, haven't they gone off the boil? So yeah, <laughs> under terrible. real pressure. Um, just all that signing chat just seems to have derailed the their entire campaign. Well, uh, when they told, I reckon they made the mistake by telling them you won the same amount of games as you won all last year. And mm. they said, all that, job done. Yeah, job done. you in the rack. <laughs> um, I think they, they kind of misinterpreted what that what they meant. Mm. Uh, but mm. they did win last week against a depleted South Sydney, so a little bit of a confidence booster for them. They weren't overly impressive, but they did get the two points. So Got the points. Crucial. Uh, Sharks look better in their last game with Matt Moylan back at fullback because Josh Dugan was stinking it up there. Um, they had a good win over the Dragons, was it, in their last game a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. Um, the old advanced hair studio man, he um, he he looked good yeah. straight away. You'll <laughs> um, be getting a, a Darren Lockyer-like makeover any time now. Jeez, he looks weird, Darren Lockyer, with that... <laughs> I need to look at it carefully. Oh. I haven't probably even seen it. Has he got like a little? Has he had some implants? Yeah, it's, it's it's hard to pick what's weird about it. But it's almost like he he's out of the nineteen twenties or something. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Just have a look and come back to me with what you reckon. I'm sure you have a better take than I do. Uh, but some exciting news on the horizon for Sharks fans with Wade Graham and Sean Johnson both named on the extended bench. Probably not playing this weekend, but exciting times for them coming back. Wade Graham, it's been a bit overlooked about how much they miss him. He's so good. He, oh, I'd love to sign someone like him. Yeah, yeah. Far out, yeah. He is so good. So it'll be huge for the Sharks when he comes back. Real leader as well and just, you know, that... That ball player on the edge and got a kicking game. He's tough. Yeah. I wonder what Johnson can do. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Just uh, seemed slightly out of shape earlier in the season, and then getting injured, a leg injury that's not going to sort of help things. So, been would be a bit short of a gallop for a while. Um, but a he must have done a side. ripper of a job on that hamstring too, eh? Yeah. Like, yeah. Got a stretch, man. Have... Got a stretch for the man. <laughs> <laughs> um, Josh Morris not named after playing Origin this week. The old boy, one of the Madden yeah. twins from Good Charlotte. <laughs> uh, so, oh, well, I'm going to go the Sharks here, though. I think they'll. Yeah, they'll so do I. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, last game on Saturday, North Queensland against Manly up there in Townsville. Cowboys slowly piecing a few wins together. It's not ideal for the Warriors. They're... Scrappy wins, yeah. but yeah, they are getting the points. I know. It's um, a hard watch. Yeah, yeah. They struggle to hold my attention for 80 minutes, even with. Oh, yeah, I'd rather go down the beach and watch a seagull fight yeah. out of a chip, to be honest. <laughs> um, Michael Morgan is, is that fullback for the Cowboys. Been a while since we've seen him in the number one for the Cowboys. Uh, did a decent job at centre for Queensland. Kahu's out with a shoulder injury. Uh, Josh McGuire will back up for them. And Manly, they haven't named. Oh, no, they have. Well, Daly Cherry Evans is on the extended bench. So apparently he was still pretty injured right up into the lead-up. So, um, Is that right? Yeah, uh, him and Jack Trebojevic on an extended bench. We'll see if they end up making the final 17. But the big news is Tom Trebojevic back at fullback, just in time. Although, well, not quite just in time because Brendan Elliott had an absolute shocker in there. Last game, couldn't quite come back uh, before he dropped his bundle. But, yeah, it's, it'll be big. Uh, I think Nick Kotrick might be... Um, in the gun, as far as New South Wales selection goes, it'll be tough to, to leave Tommy Turbo out after how good a series yeah. he had last year. And um, a start to the season, the games he yeah, has played, he's been yeah. sharp as. Destroyed the Warriors. Um, so, yeah, an interesting um, one. Manly, one. Manly. Yeah, I think Cowboys at home, I think they'll keep the role going. Just a couple of losses for Manly like recently. Might be just running out of a bit of puff. So I'll go Cowboys. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Sunday kicks off with the South East Queensland derby, Broncos versus the Titans. An important one for both teams. Broncos now on a three-match winning streak. Titans and all sorts of problems. And now Taylor being, uh, being given um, compassionate leave, I guess it is. It's um, not looking too flash for them. No, it's not, is it? Not at all. And like you say, Brisbane are on a bit of a roll. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, Brisbane, Brisbane for me. Yeah, Titan, yeah, Titans are really battling, man. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame, shame for Anthony Don more than anything. Yeah, yeah, I feel so, like think of the Don, mm. just think of the Don. Um, the Broncos' young forwards are pretty good on debut last night. Payne Haas and uh, especially David Feeder, he looked like he could bust that game open at any any moment. Hmm. Um, yeah, looking at their extended bench and, and who's out, they've got some great young forwards. I'd love to see the Warriors have a, a nibble at someone like Jaden Sewer or someone like that. Who... Yeah, jeez, that wouldn't it be nice? Mm. Yeah. Right, I wonder who they are. I wish we knew who they were nibble it away. Just give mm. us a hint. Yeah, yeah, just something to... Let us know where you're thinking of taking yeah. this place. Just like a, a hint. Like uh, the um, first letter of the last name, just so we can come up with some potential. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be awesome. Mm. Just a treasure hunt. Yeah. Um, but anyway, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Broncos. Broncos far too good, I think, in that one, despite having a handful of guys backing up from Origin. Um, yeah. Yeah. And last game of the round. Big one for both teams, Penrith and the Roosters. Roosters, a couple of losses in a row now. Luke Carey out indefinitely. Uh, Cooper Cronk back after being rested, but they've, they'll have Tedesco backing up probably. 
Cordner may get a rest, but he's been named. Crichton and Mitchell did bugger all last night, so I'd say they will play. They should have plenty of energy. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> and the Panthers, their only origin player was Nathan Cleary, who was named number 21, so it'll be interesting to see if, if he does play. They won without him last week. Scrapped their way to a yeah. to a win. Um, but yeah, still don't hold out great hopes for Penrith. They've won a couple in a row, and I still think they're a dog team. Um, yeah, they are versus all, all day on yeah. this. Yeah, I think they should be far too strong in the Fords. Yeah. Warrior Hargroves is. I thought he got banned, actually. Did he I get thought he did too. He got banned since he. Yeah, this is the team that I'm oh, looking at was, was before his judiciary thing, so he's, he's out. Um. They've got any number of good young players that can come in fill the breach. I think they'll, yeah, Brewster's for sure. So that's yeah, round Duke, 13. What about Rat? What's that, sorry? Oh, that, I was just about to say that's round 13, but you had an. Oh, no, hang on. We've got another game. There is another game on Monday. <laughs> what? Uh, Monday? Ripping you off. Uh, yeah, I guess because of the origin. Queen's birthday in Aussie. Uh, yeah, maybe it's some Labor Day or something like that. Um, oh. Yeah. But the origin, obviously, no Thursday game tonight. Uh, so round thirteen actually finishes with Bulldogs and the Dragons. A little six o'clock treat for us on a Monday. Six o'clock. Mm. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, Bulldogs, Dragons, the Dragons will do them though, won't they? I don't know. They've been pretty mud lately. Been... They're having a nibble at Trent Marin, eh? Um, well, that's well. There's talk about that because they they got some money to some uh, salary cap dispensation to spend with the Ballon. Don't say it's worth no. Ah, oh, sorry, sorry. Need the coach whisperer and to to coach us not to say De Ballon's name. Ballon. Uh, and uh, yeah, but they're having a look at a few players. Marin's been mentioned. Raymond Fitala Mariner has been mentioned. Yeah, playing reserve that, grade yeah. at the Bulldogs at the moment. He's actually been named this week. Uh, for the Bulldogs, but been in and out of first grade. I don't know what's going on with the Bulldogs. Corey Adewere Naira has has uh, been on the extended bench. He's probably their best player. Yeah, uh, is there a group of troublemakers that train that, that the Bulldogs are saying? Yeah, there's all sorts going on there. Because weren't the, weren't the Dragons even talking about Reese Martin as well? Um, yeah, I've heard him. Being shopped around, he's, he's it seems on the nose at at, um, at Canterbury. He is on the bench this week, but doesn't seem like he's going to be there for, uh, at the club for that long. Potential to to move him on for June thirty. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is not a lot to get too excited about either team. Ben Hunt is on the extended bench for the Dragons. He had a big game for Queensland, over fifty tackles, so. Probably could do with the rest. That would, uh, that would leave Corey Norman, who's back in, into yeah. the Dragons team carrying the can. Uh, but they haven't been that good lately. Um, yeah, their rep forwards are, haven't been too flash. And just looking at this team, is James Graham still out? Yeah, he's, he's out for like 12 weeks, isn't he? So that's a huge blow for them. Yeah. Tim Lafay out. Um, yeah, I don't know. A bit of 
think I can see about an eight or golden point game in this one. Yeah, I think the Dragons might still do it, but yeah, they're a dumb team. Is, is that Kieran Holland the most lucky guy ever to get as many NRL games as he had? Yeah, he's, well, he's, he's <laughs> actually not in the 17 this week, but... <laughs> so, and, uh, Sweet. It doesn't, Sweet. doesn't look like he was last week either, so... But yeah, I, I, I take your point, he's probably played a, a few more games than his talent might take. Yeah, terrible, terrible. Pretty handy goal. But anyway, game. looks like someone else has clicked on as well, <laughs> Yeah, Dean Pay's been here to the punch. <laughs> um, I'm tipping the Bulldogs here, I think that they might uh, yeah. get but up yeah, to this. Yeah, I don't know if it's... Or is the Warriors? The, yeah, that's probably the biggest um, upset odds-wise of... Bulldogs are two dollars thirty-two outsiders on Monday, so yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I think Canterbury for me. No, well, so we'll that's see. that's round thirteen. That's round thirteen. Done. Done. You sure? Yeah. No Tuesday game. No, no, no. Seven days <laughs> a week footy. Uh, that is definitely it for round thirteen. Uh, do we have time Sweet. for a for a stats quick stats corner to finish off? With? Sure. Sure. That's corner. Yeah, well, we just thought for for no reason whatsoever. Just thought we'd look at the uh, most prolific wing pairings in Warriors history. Um, crunch the numbers and chalked up. Just going back to eighty five though. Just going yeah. to go back to eighty five. Well, we may as well go ninety five. Uh, okay, no, not too many good wing pairings between eighty five and ninety five. So we'll leave them in the past. The um, lean patch. Yeah. Um, so I've got the top five here. Top five wing pairings. Yeah. Uh, coming in at equal fifth with 22 games uh, paired up. We had Manu Vardavai and, and Kevin Locke, which uh, surprised me. Locke didn't hang around on the wing for long before he got the call-up to no. full um, And the other one was uh, Sean Hoppy and John Kerwin. 22 games in that uh, foundation period for the Warriors. So, yeah. Sean Hoppy done everything he could not to run towards the line, eh? <laughs> he, He'd step back and sideways and stutter. And he was close to the best winger in the world when he joined the Warriors, and he was actually Dally M winger of the year. Uh, fun fact for you, in the Warriors' first season. First, uh, I think he's the first only Warrior to get a Dally M award in the first sort of six or seven seasons of the Warriors. God, I'm on fire tonight. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, after that he came back to the pack a little bit, definitely. Definitely wasn't as um, as dominant as he had been for the Raiders and Bears. Um, he just had a wall, wall real quick, didn't he? Yeah. He just went from really good to what the hell, yeah. shadow of himself. Yeah, it was it was an odd one. Um, handsome fella, though. Just saw him the, yeah, real good looking bloke. Saw him the other day, at the, or a few weeks ago, at the, um, at the Manly dinner. And he looks even better than he did when he was playing. Does he? Yeah. It's hard to stop. What was he wearing? Um, jeans, jeans and a shirt. I couldn't stop looking at his face, to be honest. Such a handsome, <laughs> handsome guy. It's mesmerised. Nice, That's good. That's good. So, so moving on, for a, I'm getting a bit of blushing over here. Um, you get a white on. <laughs> in fourth uh, spot on our list of the most games as a wing pairing for the Warriors, uh, Manu again with. Paddy Arvan. 
is an interesting one. Paddy Avan. That's mm. out of it. Yeah. He did just linger around there for a long time. Yeah. I'm picking Bill Tupo will probably come up with money somewhere as well. Oh, speaking don't of lingering did. on a wing. Spoiler alert. Um, yeah, Paddy Avan, he played 50-odd games. Pretty versatile customer and never really let the team down, but just probably not the sort of explosive guy that we were used to having. On the no. He was dependable. He's, is he still playing in Super League too? Yeah, he, or he's he... played a boatload of games in Super League, actually. Um, he's done yeah. real well over there, yeah, right? Yeah, given uh, a lot of value. I'm going to have to bring up his, his Super League stats just because you've brought it up. Because he's actually It'll done be impressive, something. though. He has been... I'm not sure if he's still playing this year, but Bradford and a long, long tenure at Widness. He scored almost 100 tries in eight seasons over there. And um, and turned into Super a bit of a star. goal kicker. Seven hundred points he got too. So good work. Well done. Yeah. Well done, Paddy. Adds to the list of of warriors that were middling here and superstars in the Super League. Um, God, we've turned out some Super League stars. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, number three, Simon Biltopo and Manu Vadovai, forty-two games uh, together. Billy Tupo, just he. He was called the mini beast, and he, he actually had a couple of really good seasons. Um, went off the boil a little bit. He has a first great yeah. hat trick to his name, and then was a pretty ordinary pickup for Canberra. Was he what? Mm. Yeah, now, he was. Speaking of Super League guys that went over and above their ability in Super League, yeah, Billy said it was in his fifth season with Wakefield Trinity at the moment, so. Yeah, He's still, still plying his trade. Yeah, still doing the job over there. Oh, yeah. So good, good for him. He's still only 28. I don't know, snap him up. Bit of a homecoming. That's pretty, that's pretty loose. Yeah. Uh, number three, on uh, number two on the list, just snuck ahead uh, last week by my calculations with their 43rd game together. David Fossator and Ken Mamalo. Well on the way to becoming... The best wing pairing in Warriors history, in my opinion. Oh, totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah, they are awesome. Great combination. Ken, for me, is one of the most valuable wingers in the game at the moment. And Fusatua has it was a, a slow burn, wasn't it? Yeah, I'll say. I, I was campaigning for for uh, well, chance Nick Klotstad to to get a call up at the start of last year, and I, I was off Ken big time. But great year last year, and even better this year. And he's actually scoring some tries, so I've got no axe to grind with Big Ken these days. No, not at uh, all. Just about my favourite player on the team. It reminds me of when oh, oh. Manu all of a sudden got, got awesome. Yeah, Back in the day. just dominated. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Foss, not his best start to the year, but we all know what he can do. Top yeah. the, the yeah. try-scoring list last year, and um, yeah, they'll be hot on the heels of the... Top wing pairing in Warriors history by the end of the season, but I don't think they can quite catch them. And that is, with 58 games, Francis Malley and Henry Farfilly. Really? Mm. So that's almost three full seasons together. Um, it's funny, Farfilly, he was the odd man out when the, at the 2002 Grand Final, Justin Murphy was preferred. Um, the, those three battled it out. Um Impeccable facial hair. He's probably had the best facial hair, well yeah. kept facial hair oh. in Warriors history. Man, he must spend some time on it. It's, it 
Yeah, and his, uh, and his cornrows, he um, was a stylish, stylish guy. Some good trials. I think beards are just dicing with death every time you're shaving. It made mm. one little slip and it's all ruined. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I'm sure it would have come up with something. But, uh, and yeah, Francis Malley, the, well, set a whole bunch of records in that 2003 season. Um, it's never one of my favourites, as we documented last week. But <laughs> that year he was phenomenal. Five tries in a semi final, all time record. And yeah, that's the uh, that's the list. That's that's corner. Well, mm. That was a bloody good one. Oh, well thanks. done. And I think that's about it. Unless you've got anything else to to add, anything else you want to get off your chest? No, I think I'm good. I've got a I've got a shoot. I've an early flight up to the coast tomorrow morning. So, well, enjoy, I'll mate. Get... Cheers, buddy. Have Cheers. I'll, I'll hope they'll get a bit of footy in up there, and you you have a good. How's, sorry, how's the new housemate going? The uh, robot mower. The robot lawnmower, yeah, yeah. He is uh, pretty awesome, actually. And Has he done the whole lawn? Yeah, he's, he's been over it a couple of times. The lawn's looking immaculate. I know you're, I know you're sceptical, but if you're swinging back past here on, on your way from the coast, you'll see him in action and see his handiwork. So, you know. <laughs> I look forward to it. I really do. And now that I, I have really to mow do. the lawns, I was thinking we might uh, boost it to three podcasts a week. Are you up for that or...? Oh, now you've got all that time on your hands. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> nice. I can send him nah. down to do your lawns too. <laughs> <laughs> See how fast that's burning. Um, no, that's all good. We're waffling. Yeah, we we just we really need to figure out how to close these off. But have a good weekend, everyone. Enjoy the footy on Saturday night, and I'll catch you next week. <laughs>